Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Machine Podcast, episode one. We are so glad to have you. We are your co-hosts. My name is Kevin. And my name is Jasmine. The rest of our team will be joining us in later episodes, so stay tuned. All right, so real quick, everyone, we wanted to just break down what the machine actually means. For us, the machine is really a concept, and we chose that name because the way that we view ourselves is like a real machine. We think that if we take all of our power, all of our resources, everybody in our community, take your talents, get them together, that we really can make drastic changes in our communities, and we can really change how we think. So that's why we chose the name The Machine. Um, with us, we go by three basic pillars. We want to inc- improve the quality of life. We want to promote culture and we want to promote education. We think those three things are going to be the basis of how our community moves forward. And that's why we chose a machine. Here on the machine, we'll focus on four topics, which be wealth, politics, culture, and black history. Respectively, their segments will be named the Wealth Conglomerate, MLK Boulevard, Real Talk Cuddy, and Elm Street. So when we introduced our podcast in the trailer, we focused on the word paradigm, which is coincidentally one of our favorite words. We like the word paradigm because we are on a mission to drastically change not only our own mindsets, but the mindsets of our brothers and sisters within our community. We call ourselves paradigm shifters because we live in the testimony of having experienced the effects of racism, aggressive capitalism, privilege, treason, selling out, wealth gap, self-hate, and plenty of other things. Living in, living in the testimony, growing up where we grew, it is a challenge, a true challenge for us to be able to go from some of the things that we've seen, some of the thoughts that we had, and some of the ways and habits of living that we grew up under, and just trying to understand, like, what does this world really have to offer? What does it really mean? And what have we been going through this for? So it has been an interesting journey for us both. Jasmine, I don't know if you want to share a little bit about just what it feels like to um, just take that first step. Um, So for me, I grew up in East Waco. I've lived there my whole life. I left home when I was 18. And I haven't been back, you know, I haven't moved back to Waco. But something... um, that I had to learn once I left Waco was that I had to change the way that I thought about things. And I had to learn to think about what I was thinking about because we aren't taught to, you know, take a a step back, look at the situation Uh and um, assess, you know, what's going on around us. We're taught to be reactionary, which is not always the best thing to be. Right. But um, learning to, you know, take that step back in order to take steps towards changing your mind because it's you know you have to take steps it's not something that just happens overnight but you learn to you learn to see life differently and once you change your mindset you change everything that's in your path so it took me a very long time probably even within the last three years or so mm-hmm. for me to get to the point to where I did change my mind about my situations because um, I'm very I'm an empath I'm very emotional mm-hmm. so I kind of take to heart everything that happens around me and I had to learn to not take everything so personal. And once I learned not to take things personal or think that everything was, you know, going to negatively affect the way I felt, um, so much began to happen with me. Um, My story is, you know, pretty, (laughs) it's pretty dense. Um, Right. And just within the last three years, I've lost a lot of family members. And I think the only thing that sustained me 
was me knowing, okay, you know, life is not over for me. I love them, but I have to let go and I have to keep living and help somebody else. Mm-hmm. So changing my mindset has allowed us to, you know, start the nonprofit. Yeah. It's allowed me to be in a better position as far as my uh, career. It has allowed me to excel in like doing my artistry and different things like that. So I think that when we learn to change our minds about our situations, you know, I took a loss, but I didn't lose. Right. That's a really mm. big thing. Mm. You said it right. I took a loss, but I didn't lose. I really, really like that. So for me in particular, um, I started my journey of of really changing my mindset here in the later years of my life. I went off to college and I was playing basketball and um, had my scholarship. So everything seemed to really, really be going well, Um, especially, you know, not having any school debt, being able to travel a lot with basketball. So I really thought that I had everything kind of figured out, you know, it was more of a facade. So my mindset wasn't really in the place to want to change because everything seemed so good and I got content. And, you know, everything about basketball began to catch up to me. Um, for those that don't know my story, I played basketball my whole life, but I've always been a smart kid. I've been artistic. I've been creative. I've been into a lot of things, music. So basketball wasn't just my only avenue. And I thank God for that. But um, for me, it was more about how can I change my mindset from just being, you know, that one guy who plays basketball, that jock, you know, there's so much of of the basketball as life culture. And there's nothing wrong with it. I think that is a beautiful culture. That's the culture that God allowed me to come up into um, just to know myself as a black man. But I think that I was so focused on wanting to fulfill that dream, which is really everybody else's dream for me, that I couldn't really see what I wanted for myself. So for me, I had to, you know, figure out what I wanted first. And then once I figured out what I wanted, then I had another reality check. Whoa, you know, this is actually where I come from. You know, these are the resources that I'm working with. And so I began to get a little bit of, a little bit sad, Jasmine. I was like, man, I, I'm not playing ball anymore and I'm not um, I don't have that dream of making that big money. What do I do? And, um, you know, much like you said, for me, that was my loss. And then understanding mm-hmm. that I could take that, um, the pain I felt from knowing that I wasn't going to step into that basketball life that was just such a dream for me and going into what my purpose actually was, that was my, you know, taking a loss but not losing moment. So, um, and I've I've had such a great um such a great time up until this point trying to answer all the how tall are you questions so it's been it's been fun (laughs) so we'll be ending every episode with the quote the quote for this episode is the quote that we use for our nonprofit: and recognizing the humanity in our fellow beings we pay ourselves the highest tribute thurgood marshall Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram as The New Black Collective, on Twitter as New Black Collect, and also visit our website at www.newblackcollective.org.